Show me something. Hello and welcome back to the Show Me Something podcast. My name is Will. I'm Trevor. And I'm Jacob. And this week I have the triumphant return of the TV show Fargo. As teased previously, I have brought season two uh, since season one was such a... uh, I guess I'll say hit. That might be a little bit presumptuous of me, but um, the boys enjoyed it. I obviously love it. So I was excited to bring back season two, especially given the fact that Lou was a favorite character. Uh, again, kind of a contentious bit on my part for being a spoiler boy. Um, that was fucked. But that was. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I take the L on that one. Uh, I still <laughs> I still think it was good, it's good podcasting, but it is also bad. Uh, in terms of morals. So, um, what's up, boys? Any uh, a Happy New Year. This is our first episode recording in 2021. Happy 2021. It um, still feels like 2020, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Already had crazy shit happen this year. The world Classic. is still on fire and possibly getting worse. Yes. But in good news, um, for Christmas, Abby got me some really cool glasses to drink beer out of. Hell yeah. Um, which is which is pretty sick. Um, oh, did you okay, guys get yeah. anything uh did you guys get anything dope for Christmas? I got um, a new Oh yeah, no you go well. Sorry. Uh yeah, just clothes. Um clothes. Uh I got some socks that I was very happy about, some new workout clothes. Um I got some I got a new hoodie that I'm currently spotting right now, sporting nice. right now. Nice. Uh very very cozy. I've been wearing it pretty much every day since Christmas. Uh, but the th- I think the biggest thing probably, or the thing that would be most interesting to this podcast, my dad got me a Blu-ray box set of Federico Fellini uh, films from the Criterion Collection. Damn, cool. Um, he's like one of the great Italian filmmakers of the 60s and 70s. He's one of my dad's favorite directors. I've never seen his stuff before. He's always tried to get me to watch it, and I haven't. Um, so he uh, dropped that on me as a surprise, which is pretty cool. So I'm excited to dig into that. What about you, Trev? Uh, I've got, I'm wearing one of them. I got a new headset, uh, cause my old ones were starting to really take a crap. I had to like wire the charging cable cause it wasn't holding the charge like hardly at all. So I had to wire the charging mm-hmm. cable like over my shoulder to hold it at the <laughs> right angle so that it would keep charging. Brutal. So I got a new, you know, steel series headset, which is nice. Uh, a cover for my truck bed and, uh, some new work boots as well as nice gift cards for a beer app that i like to use for the beer boy the beer boy so i've spent a lot of a lot of that already on beer which i'll get in like a like a month (laughs) i think i'll get the beer a good little surprise Mm -hmm. but yeah it was a good christmas overall you know nice and uh yeah i spent new year's alone this year but you know whatever it was fine us too i spent (laughs) it sleeping i was asleep through it <laughs> we had a. I can't believe it's hard to believe it's been a year since our our foray in the woods at Trevor's place last New Year's. It was a good time. Um, yeah, the Harbor next, Boys picture came from that. Yeah, yeah. Next year it'll happen again. Next year, you know, we'll skip Let's a year, so. and then we'll Jeez. do it. You know, I don't know about that. Maybe twenty twenty nine or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we're fine. I'll be fifty by the time I see you guys in person next time. God no, don't say that. <laughs> Uh, cool. So, any uh, any housekeeping to take care of before we jump into a, a synopsis and then our review? 
I don't think I'm good. I think we kind of cool. covered it. Good holidays. Yeah. All that. All is well. Sweet. Um, so season two of Fargo is, um, again, the show's an analogy or anthology series. Sorry. So season it's two an takes analogy. place in 19... <laughs> it's an analogy. Uh, it takes place in 1979. Um, it is focused or centered around Lou Salverson, who is Molly Salverson's dad in season one. Um, uh, and it's about the Sioux Fall massacre or the massacre at Sioux Fall. I think it's probably formally referred to as, which is briefly talked about in season one. Um, and then is obviously the entirety of the season, uh, two. So what'd you guys think? I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I liked this season a lot better because I knew from the get go that, the thing at the start where it says based on a true story is a lie. <laughs> I can't believe that annoyed I I was me. Because of Lou. Oh no, well, I mean Lou was great. No, don't get me wrong, but like I did not feel cheated because I knew that it was a lie this time. I still got upset every time I saw it. I was like, "This is bullshit." I don't like that they Why say. You gotta watch Fargo, funny. Trev. We gotta watch Fargo. We gotta watch the movie. Is that, how is that gonna fix it? They're lying. It's not a true story. Regardless, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good. It was it was a good story. Uh, interesting characters that I I didn't have. I feel like I didn't have anyone that I hated quite as much as I hated um, season one main character, Lester. Lester, thank you. Yeah, I didn't have anyone that I hated quite as much as Lester. Uh, there was some close. There was some people that were close. Yeah. But Lester was just the worst. Uh this season it had like a lot of very interesting like dynamic characters like evolving and changing and everything and it was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd give it Do I give it Do I give the rating now or do I give yeah. it half? Yeah, okay. you give your rating I now, screwed bro. it up the past couple of times. <laughs> He'll never get it right. It's insane. No, he's it's just insane. unsure now. He's unsure. It's okay. I am. Get back, I get yelled at every now and then. So, like, I want to make sure. Well, I mean, you well, fucked it up. Well, to be fair, one time, I didn't did you rate it, it out of 100? <laughs> like, I did rate it out of 100 one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. And then that. the second time, you didn't give it a rating at all. Um, mm-hmm. I did it's forget to give it. Okay. We'll um, get you there, Trev. Give this, like, a 9 out of 10. It was really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I would recommend other people to watch this. Uh, Lou is awesome. As well as Hank. Hank is also awesome. There we go. Right on, yeah. Um, I mean, I pretty much... I I echo a lot of what what Trevor said. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I, I don't think it's better than season one, though. Um... I, like like Trevor's uh, thought it was uh, I, I think it's I think it's pretty close I think it's a little bit lower for me than than season one but really barely there's just like a couple of things that um I thought were like weird or like kind of strange <laughs> you know um oh which yeah we could talk Jesus. about a little bit later <laughs> uh, okay. um, but yeah no I mean I thought a lot of the characters were great there were a, there were bad guys that um I loved to hate, not as much as um, Billy Bob in the original, but yeah. um, what's his name? Um, the the two the twin guys, fuck those the kitchen guys. brothers. The kitchen Dude, brothers. Those guys are the worst. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I really hated them. I hated them so much. <laughs> That's <laughs> not. Funny. That's I, strong. I, they were they were good characters, but they because they were good characters, it made me hate them. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Because they were bastards. Um, yeah. And uh, there's also a lot of really good characters. Lou is great. Uh, his wife is great. Oh, it was great fantastic. to see Molly again. <laughs> I know. Yeah. In the Shut little up, role Molly. that she's in. Um, there were some moments when um, when I got a little bit choked up, but not as, uh, not as much or, or not as far either as in the first season. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was really good. I, en- I also enjoyed the setting. like or Not the mm. setting, but the time period. Yeah, um, yeah. Having it in the late seventies and seventy nine uh, was was a cool aesthetic. Um, it was it's always cool to see stuff from back then, just because the style is so different with everything, where the, whether it be fashion, uh, like vehicles, stuff in the house, just everything. It's just um, a really cool art style and everything. But um, but yeah, I'd probably give it like a like a nine out of ten. It's very close to the original in how much I liked it, but uh, just a little bit under. Cool. Yeah, um, I I echo. Uh, I think it's really wonderful. Wait, I, did you give a rating? Yeah, you said nine out of ten. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. I was, I'm so sorry. Ignore me. Distracted. <laughs> um, I when I first started watching it, I was, <laughs> I was, um, I was maybe like three episodes in. I was not necessarily lukewarm, but I I wasn't as high on it as I remember being when I first watched it. Um, I think the season is much weirder. I think it's yeah, uh darker yeah. somehow. Uh, like there's Okay. I, I can see what you're I can see what you're saying. I think maybe like tonally uh there are more dark or like kind of introspective moments than there are in season 1. Um I think a lot of that centers around Lou's wife. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it's heavy. I think maybe heavier is maybe a better way to phrase it. Uh, yeah. The okay. stakes feel the stakes feel more real, and I think that also probably has to do with the fact that we're already invested in Molly from the minute one. You know, who's only five years old in this one, but like we're invested in her family because we love her yeah. from the first season. I would say um, there's some dark stuff with Peggy as well. Yeah, yeah, very much oh, so. Oh my um, god. Yeah. I cannot wait to talk about her. Mm. Yeah, I want yeah, to talk too. about her character in depth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's wonderful that the cast is is unbelievable. Uh, I part of me wants to say I like the cast more than season one because I think it's it's wider. Uh, I think there are more people who do a really un, like unbelievable job, like notably so in season two there are just more characters by the nature of of the story that's being told than season one but uh patrick wilson as lou is incredible ted danson as hank is incredible um bokeem woodbine as mike milligan is incredible um and jesse plemons as ed blumquist and and kristen dunce as peggy blumquist are maybe the two best i think so good um, to see um to see kirsten dunce again I feel yeah like I haven't yeah seen her yeah forever. honestly dude she's she's been surprised. out in the woods yeah she's I'm like, so Man, she's great she's so fucking good um yeah and i also i think the music in this season is really really good that yeah. drum the the drum theme that they have throughout um yeah is so propulsive and emotive and evocative. It's just like 
every time it comes on i'm like i'm like i'm geeked up you know i'm hype as trevor would say mm-hmm. um so yeah i i would probably give it a nine and a half i think that's also what i gave season one um it's pretty close to perfect i think there's so much to talk about in this show overall but especially yeah. in this season uh it's just really 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 fucking good tv and these are far and away two of the best seasons of television of of the 2010s for me um, it is crazy how well they were able to do in the second season like yeah. compared to the first like yeah you don't you you find a lot of the time that like writers and everything are not able to hold up especially with, for if the anthology. first season is so good like oh yeah. especially yeah in mean, anthologies you see it all i mean that's classic where half of it's bad <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's really stellar and i think I agree that it's it's rare for it to hold up as well as it does season after season. I do think three and four are a, a pretty significant step below these Did first you two. Four? I haven't finished four. I'm halfway through it, but three I remember not being super fond of. Gotcha. Um, also, and I'm I'm fine with you spoiling at least as little bit as much as you did last time. Is the third season connected? It's not. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Dang. Not as not as directly as this one is. Um, if it is, then I misremember or didn't do the research, but it's not as overt as this one is at all. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So, cool. So, before we jump into spoilers, or maybe I guess we should maybe do just do spoilers so we can talk freely about who we choose. Let's do it. Let's jump in the zone. All right, yeah. cool. So, uh, spoiler zone is being entered. Um, so let's do three favorite characters of the show, and I think uh, we're gonna exclude Lou because he's probably all of our number one. Um, he's, he's yeah, uh, that's I mean, fair if enough. he's not number one, he's in the top three. I think is fair to say. So yeah, um, Lou is unbelievable. Uh, I saw someone speak to Patrick Wilson's performance as uh, reminiscent of The Godfather Two when damn. I th- who is it that plays Vito, young Vito? Is it Pacino it's or De Niro? No, De Niro. Yeah. So they were like, it should be mentioned in the same breath as this performance. I mean, that's a oh, that's a huge talk, I think. But uh, I think Patrick Wilson does an incredible job of carrying the same weight that Lou does in season one as an old man. Um, I would say so. And, you know, he's just so fucking good the entire season so anyway uh who wants to go first with their top three sure, or I, many i guess i guess i will um right off the bat hank ted danson yeah i loved him i'm like i don't know something about he's I, great I like, I like ted danson anyways i think he's a great i think actor. it's hard to hate ted danson i mean he's yeah. just such he's pure charisma and the character he plays is so good uh, or not molly um Oh my god, why am I blinking on I don't name? know her name. Lou's wife. I, Lou's yeah, I should, wife. Mrs. Solverson. Mrs. Solverson, yeah. Yeah, I wrote her, her name, name down. name is Betsy. Betsy. Betsy's Betsy, dad. Yeah, thank you. He is a great... He's just a great character. And it's such a good relationship that he has like with Lou. Like They're both cops, just in different departments technically, but they work together. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know. They have such a great dynamic with each other. And he's such a stand-up guy. He's just, like, him throughout the whole show. I never had a moment where I was like, Hank, what the hell? 
every really? time not even not even with the the alphabet thing him creating his own language no i think no. that's maybe the purest part of his entire character i, I agree bizarre i thought <laughs> i think that's the purest part of his entire character to be fair it, i was ex- i was expecting ahead, that to be um centered more around the whole alien thing that's what Me i too. thought too i thought it was Me gonna too. be the aliens and then he was like i just want to create a language that's pure <laughs> which so you I know like, what i damn i think it's a nice it's strange don't that's get me wrong so weird though imagine it's, if someone told you they're creating their own language don't get me wrong <laughs> it's it's weird but it's it comes from such a pure place that yeah. it's i can't be like weirded out by it in a way you know like at yeah. first it's a little bit I like still be you take like a half step back but then when you hear his intentions, I'm taking two step forwards. I'm like, let's work on this yeah. language, dude. I'm Hell in. Yeah. Let's build, let's build this yeah. language, brother. I'm, I'm in on this. I yeah, mean, I this think, is. I think it helps that he's like admits like I know this must sound like absolutely insane to you, but yeah, he just wants. He just is literally trying to solve conflict across the world by doing this, and I think that that's. How can you, how can, I mean, sure, yeah, it's weird. But, like, it's the it's the most sweet, like, gentle thing. Like, I just want to hug him, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fuck. And his beard is so good. It's such his a beard good beard. <laughs> so He's always clean shaven. Oh, he's got I feel such like, a, yeah. I, I feel like the, um, how good it is, though, like, in quotes, is, like, it's it's for me overshadowed and in, in it being like too good of an excuse like oh i want to create a language that that solves conflict worldwide it's like no who thinks like that <laughs> like someone who's just, seen someone who's seen some shit seen some I shit guess, bro yeah, world I mean, war ii it's a coping mechanism more than anything yeah but that's it's true yeah uh, i mean he was well lou was in world war ii was he was no, Lou was in Nam, what? I thought. No, yeah, Lou was in Nam. Nam. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I'm sorry. Lou was in Nam okay. and Hank was in World War II. He, okay. he does call he it the Great France. War, but he's he not old enough to be in World War I. No. Yeah. He's World yeah. War II. World okay, War II. okay. Um, God, and then I had a hard, I had a really hard time, you know, picking, after Hank, have, picking another favorite character, because I had really? favorite characters rise and fall throughout the show. Damn. Interesting. Because, like, the first few episodes, I would have easily put, um, what's her name? Like, Simone? Or, um, ba- or, uh, Dodd's daughter. Oh. What? The first Fuck. couple of episodes. No. The- listen. Listen that's to me. A, that's a bold no, choice. No, that's a not- crazy choice. Let me finish. I'm not picking yeah, yeah, her as, that. I'm not picking her as my second or third because I hated her by the end. But the first couple of episodes, she would have been probably number two. But then all she did she, was talk back to Dodd. What'd she do that was so impactful for you? I I hated Dodd. I hated yeah, well, Dodd's that, a piece of shit. But I mean, exactly. I I liked her. I like her, I liked her spunk and charisma. And I was like, all right, cool. And then she went a really bad turn. I'm like, nope, never mind. You're out. Get out. You suck. Um, Interesting. I think I think number two. I think. I think, I'm gonna go with Floyd. Gene Smart, uh, interesting. The, the the matriarch of the Gerhardt yeah, clan. Yeah, the Gerhards. Yeah. Um, she's such an interesting character throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Like, she obviously, I would say more than more or not more. God, how do I say this? She was more or less running, at least half of the the business, even when Otto. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otto was functional. It seemed like the way like she was talking with him and like giving him reports on stuff, she was more or mm-hmm. less doing a bunch of the running of the business before anyways. So her power dynamic and struggle trying to be like, listen, I know this shit. I'm going to run it at least for now until we're no longer under siege. Yeah. Which I don't know how much I believe of that. I half believe her. The other half is like, nah, I think she was going to try and run it the rest of her life. But who knows? I, I liked her character a lot. She she was sensible. She got mm. tricked a little bit. But I yeah. thought she was actually somewhat sensible. Um, and then third is also hard. I guess just someone I like to see I'm going to put as my third, which is Nick Offerman's Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah that was great. Really He's excellent. such a fun character. Like, I have other characters I want to put as honorable mentions, but if I have to pick a third, yeah, I, I just was, I smiled every time he came on screen. Like, I was just like, yeah, yeah, Nick Offerman. And Carl <laughs> as a character was just a cool character, too. This, like, crazy, like, not crazy, like, this anti governmental lawyer. I'm lawyer man who's vietnam the only lo- vet lawyer vietnam yeah. vet yeah who's just like the only lawyer in town which is hilarious and i kept wondering where he was gonna come up at like the first yeah. couple episodes or wherever he's just like there and i'm like he just he like drops off hard though what yeah, yeah he does but then he picks back up again towards the end so he gets a he gets no, a great he's not in like the last like four episodes yeah the, he's the so last the time he appears do... is at the police station right yeah but yeah, I, think I guess so. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of room to work in that episode, and I think it's, it's really yeah, wonderful. it's really like that episode. The other episodes, he's like before that, he's like in it, and he's like hanging out with with Lou and the other guy at the bar, and he yeah. like is at the auto mechanic. But yeah, well, he also after, after his big out, stand gone. Well, he oh also right, was yeah, with when Betsy he was at the house. At the house yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I gotta throw out some I gotta throw was, some honorable mentions real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Bear, the middle brother. Yeah. Of the I really liked Bear. I thought he was just the most likable of the Gerhards. I thought he be- before or well, after he murders his niece in cold blood. Before. Uh but I still She slept with the enemy though. Yeah, I kinda like, to get her I didn't killed. hate him as much for that, yeah. if that makes sense. Like I That's thought fair. It was like, okay, no, like, that was a reasonable decision. That wasn't... Yeah. It has to be for, done. Yeah, something had to be done. Um, I did half think he might agree to the banishment aspect instead. Uh, he didn't, obviously. But... Yeah, they leave you thinking, though, that it's it was possible until the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I knew he killed her. <laughs> I, I liked Bear throughout... I thought he seemed like the most... He was simple. Bear is simple. Yeah. But he seemed like he had the, like, he had a reasonable head on his shoulders, I guess. Like, he, he could read the room and go, no, this is, we, we kind of need to listen to the people who are more intelligent than us. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I don't think he ever really wanted. Well, he's muscle. He's, he's, a, he's the muscle for sure, but he is muscle with decent sense. He wasn't, like, blinded by, like, Dodd, who was like, Mom can't do it. Mom's a woman. She can't do this. 
the women are not meant to do it's like he's like no she's doesn't matter that she's a woman she's the one who has the most experience and is intelligent so she's gonna do it and i think that's a good thing and i don't know i liked bear and i also liked the girl at the butcher shop the young girl noreen. that worked the counter yeah noreen she was great she was just a great character i like seeing her on screen all right that's my list nice. <laughs> i took up a lot of time <laughs> no man it's there's lots of really cool characters to talk about cop how, for how sure um I think that number one is going to be uh, Hanzi, um, okay. the, uh, the Native American guy that, that works for the, uh, the Gerhards. Yep. Um, he's great. What, mm-hmm. a, what, a, what such an a good arc. character. Uh, such a, such good, a arc. good arc. Um, Wild he's ending. badass. He, um, you see like, uh, like the prejudice that people have towards him and everything, and him, mm-hmm. it's like difficult to like even just get through the simplest of things. Like yeah. when he just tries to go get a glass of water, and it turns yeah. into um, the beginning a triple of the homicide, end, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he's just I, I just really enjoyed his character, the presence that he had on screen. Yeah. Um, and like the the intricacies of like I think episode nine when they start to dig into it a little bit more with like mm-hmm. the narrator and stuff. The narrator's um, cool. Yeah. Dude, that episode is so tight. Episode mm-hmm. nine. I yeah. loved the book shit and the narrator. Yeah. So good, dude. That Damn, shit that's, was so That's good. one of the notes I had written down before. My it's like one of the again. only notes I wrote down was like, wow, yeah. that book shit is tight. <laughs> yeah. Like the history um, of, of the Northwest oh, crime yeah. syndicates. Like, so yeah. good with the illustrations and everything. It's just yeah. like, there's so much style to this show. Like It's amazing. Uh, like they, I didn't even mention it before in my initial review, but the, the use of split screens is yeah, fucking yep. crazy awesome. Yep. Um, to show like events that are happening at the same time. And they used it a lot, but they didn't use it so much to where I was getting upset with it. It was just like really well done. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about this, they like the beginning of episode one, the like the old school like black and white movie thing that they're filming. Yeah. With the, yeah, the with na- Reagan. All the Reagan yeah. stuff. The Reagan yeah, movie. With, like, the, like, the guy yeah. that played Reagan doesn't look like Reagan. That's Bruce uh, Campbell. The guy, yeah, Bruce Campbell. That's the like evil Reagan. dead. Yeah, no, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. But he plays him well, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that scene fine. with him and Lou in the bathroom, we can we can circle back to it. But that was, was so great. I good. forgot about mm-hmm. that. So good. All right, so Hansi um, number one. Yeah, and then number two is a combined of uh, Peggy and Ed Blumquist, um, like the really? just them together. Yeah, I I feel like they their story arc is very interesting. Um, yeah. Both actors did an excellent job. Um, yeah, it, it was just like the whole time I'm just like, man, these people are like so different and they have such different mentalities and yeah. the situation is just so fucked. Like she's <laughs> so fucking fucked. crazy she's and insane. he just he is just such a simple man that wants just like this like 1950s style like he life. He just wants the American dream, man. In yeah. the Midwest. Um, but yeah, I, I liked the the dynamic that they had and the conclusion that happened to their storyline. Yeah. Um, and then number three is uh, it, it was tough because I really wanted to put like everybody basically in the cast, but my number three might be controversial. It's Dodd Gerhardt um, because I really liked 
um some of the lines that he had were really really funny amazing like when he is like prisoner the whole time yeah okay. he's saying shit he's like your wife is fucking crazy <laughs> the prisoner <laughs> stuff with died was hilarious it was so funny like yeah. Uh, yeah he's a horrible misogynist piece of shit but yeah um he had a weight to him and a presence um he is not as smart as he thinks he is. He's no, pretty no. dumb. Um, yeah. But he just has really funny lines. I think that's also pairing with the actor's accent that he has for that character. That that Midwestern accent that he puts on it is so yeah. funny. It's so yeah. strange. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, to, I had to throw him in there. I just enjoyed it too much the second half of the season. Um, and then my honorable mentions, mentions is um, I just wrote down every other character that I didn't mention was my honorable mention. Because, <laughs> because, damn. Because Dang. everybody was fucking excellent. Everybody was great. It's everybody, hard to yeah. it's it's hard to like make a top list of three when you're like everybody had a good performance. You know? yeah. yeah. No, that's fair enough. Cool. Um, so my top three, I'm gonna. It's a little. It was. I had a tie for first, but I'm I'm gonna change it. Because he hasn't been mentioned yet, so my number one is Mike Milligan. Nice. Um, I'm surprised he's gotten no mentions. I he, I think Dude. is so interesting, and he has such gravitas when he's on screen, uh, which I think is really down to Bookie Woodbine's performance. Um, the way he speaks in riddles and like definitions of words, I think is like so funny and interesting uh and he's got kind of a tragic arc also um not as tragic as some others in the show but um i just i i fucking love mike milligan i think he's a wonderful like quote i mean he is technically kind of the bad guy but i mean the scene with yeah the scene with hank in the road is amazing the scenes with lou in the typewriter shop are amazing uh, all the hotel room scenes are great. Um, he just his dialogue, I just think is is impeccable, and he's really interesting. I, I just love the way he works. Very interesting the, character. Very. Yeah, and the yeah. Kitchen Brothers, I think, are just a great backdrop for him. You know, like they're just the silent bastards, silently uh, murdering people with sawed-off shotguns while Milligan just like waxes lyrical about whatever the fuck he wants to. Um, so I did have him tied for first with Ed. Dude, one uh, of my first notes was just the twins are dead with the like emoji of the hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was crazy when Hans but just they like weren't. fucks yeah. them up. Just yeah. the one was. Just the one. Um just so one. I'll say number one is Mike Milligan. Number two, I think, is Ed. I mean Jesse Plemons has now put in three, like I mean, generational is probably hyperbolic, but three really unbelievable television performances in Friday Night Lights and Breaking Bad and then this. Um, the range that that dude has. Have you seen him in uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things? No, I haven't watched that yet. It looks so scary. I don't want to watch it. It's not scary. It's fucking bizarre. It is, uh, it's bizarre and it's also boring. Um, Yeah. But but it, not in a bad way. It's boring in like a way that like once you get through it and start reading everything, it's like kind of dope, but it's whether you're willing to sit through that. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, that's isn't that's just Charlie Kaufman in a nutshell. It is exactly like. Charlie that's Kaufman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to watch that. He's also uh, amazing in Game Night, which is like a, I think it's that's a Jason a, Sudeikis yeah, movie. Yeah, I forgot he was in that. He's, he's the neighbor. He's the cop. The cop he's neighbor. the neighbor cop. He steals every scene he's in in that movie. Um, he's so weird in that. He's so fucking funny. But he, that's a funny I think, movie. It's a that's a good movie. 
yeah, I love I love Game Night. That's one of the better comedies of the last few years for me. Um, but yeah, I think in this movie he just is just such like a good dude, and he's just put in the most horrible situation mm-hmm. by his wife. Um, and he tries so hard to do the right thing, but like his just like utter exasperation the entire mm-hmm. time at the stuff that he has to face is is really yeah. something else. Um, and I love a lot of the scenes between him and Peggy. They're they're really really good. Uh, number three is Hank. Uh, as we've all said, Hank is. Hank's just got big season one Lou energy, you know? They're, like, more or less the same character. Um, But I love Ted Danson. I love that at the start of the season, it's kind of unclear whether Hank and Lou actually like each other, you know? Yeah, Um, that's true, yeah. It's it's Uh, kind of weird, but, like, they... It's, like, a begrudging appreciation of each other because they both care for Betsy. But as the season goes on, it's clear that they have, like, some kind of relationship. Um... That's my top three. Um, we're going to do, uh, I think everyone's already been mentioned for my honorable mentions. Uh, Carl, like I said, just his episode in the as the lawyer alone, I think, would get him into my honorable mentions. But he also has some great, crazy, like, anti-war, anti-government rants to, I think, Sonny is the guy's name, the mechanic. Um, yes, I believe you're right, yeah. When they're at, like, the the Reagan rally and, and earlier at the bar, uh, Betsy, of course, I think she's really delightful. Uh, such a tragic character. Um, very, yeah, because you know that she dies, even though she doesn't in the show. Um, yeah, there's just... a couple of things like that. I, cause I don't remember from season one, um, when Lou gets shot either. Hmm. Like, so I was expecting it to happen yeah. at some point during this show. Yeah, because he has the it, limp in season one, right? Yeah, and he even mentions, I'm pretty sure he does mention when he got shot uh, in season one. I just don't remember what it was because it's been a minute since we've watched it. And it was kind yeah. of a, kind of an offhand comment, mm-hmm. I think. Part of a much more interesting plot or story or whatever. Yeah. Right, it's not the main focus of that Yeah, so I was just really expecting, especially during the final shootout, for Lou to just take a bullet. Yeah. And then that was his, like, either retirement, well, he was too young to retire. Yeah. But maybe his, like... That was Hank's retirement. Yeah, that was definitely uh, Hank's retirement. (laughs) But I was expecting him to, like, take the bullet and, like, that was... Maybe his move to like a desk position, yeah, or something, yeah, and then maybe him taking up cooking at home mm-hmm. more often because he's like coming home more regularly because he has the yeah. desk position, yeah, and then realizing that he wants to like, Own a like I don't diner. know, and making an offhand comment to Betsy like, yeah, you know, I could I could run a diner or some sh- some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I was expecting, which I appreciate they didn't do. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I I do appreciate, like, this stuff is stuff that's going to happen in the future. And they kind of did, I, w- I don't want to say an overhanded thing, but they did do a thing where, like, Bessie has that flash forward. Yeah. Where I, it, forgot like, shows... I forgot that that happened. I was pretty thrown off by that when she sees Molly. Unfortunately, when I was looking up character names and stuff, because I couldn't remember, so I was like on a Wikipedia page looking at character names, avoiding yeah. all the plot. Did you synopsis. see Allison Tolman in there? I saw um, 
I just was like looking and there was Keith Cardinet as older Lou on special yeah. guests listing. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, they're going to have like a flash forward or something. <laughs> and yeah. then it happened. But like I, that was a little, I feel like overhanded in a way. Yeah. Like, especially based on the fact that they didn't do the other traditional stuff of like I was talking about with like Lou either getting shot or mentioning something about I could run a diner or some <laughs> some you know some, I could run a diner. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were talking about like <laughs> like if he like got shot in this and then was in the kitchen or whatever and was like started cooking more and it was like, "Oh, yeah, I could do this. I could <laughs> do this shit." Yeah. Uh, but regardless, I do appreciate that they didn't do any of that. They ended it with Betsy not being dead and Lou not being shot. So yeah. all that stuff is still in their future. This is really more or less its own story with not a lot of, not a lot other than one thing that I don't know if we want to talk about right now. Uh, I mean, being we're in the spoilers that we can talk well, about whatever we want. Yeah, I mean, we can. We could, we uh, could maybe also save Hans- it. I do, I do want to say that I liked the flash forward a lot. Um, the flash forward was cool. Don't get me it wrong. It was one of the moments that, that did make me tear up a little bit. Um, yeah. Just just like seeing those. It was just like all I had to do was see uh, Molly, Molly. And, and, and and the fam. And I was just and like, Greta. all right. Yeah. I just was getting choked up already. Pip was laying on me, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I liked it. I also liked that it was just like her having like this this like dream of events in the future. It's just... It was like nice. It was like heartwarming that she knew like th- that they would be fine. They would get on with it, you know. Yeah, she's uh, really wonderful. I she's amazing. She's, so a, good. she's a heartbreaker, dude. I mean, oh, she also. Sure. I also uh, thought she was gonna die when she collapsed. I thought that yeah. was her mm-hmm. death. I was like, fuck. Even yeah, no, even same. the second time, I thought she was gonna die, and I was devastated. Um, uh, speaking of her, I don't. I can't remember her name as an actress, like her actual name, but she's in Palm Springs. Uh, with Andy Samberg. It's a Hulu movie that came out this summer. It's really good. Kristen Miliotti? Miliotti, yeah, thank you. Miliotti? Kristen Miliotti, yeah. She's in Palm Springs. She's the the lead, the co-lead with Andy Samberg. And it's really wonderful. Uh, I loved it. Um, She's great. And she's really really great in that. She's also... What did you say, Cobb? I said maybe you'll have to bring it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's true. I could bring it. I don't know if it's that high on my list, but it it is fun. Uh, Um... She's also. Do y'all watch How I Met Your Mother? Either of you? No, uh, I don't. I. Like you know what? Yeah, I haven't seen all of it, but I have seen the episode she's in, so I know who she is. Okay. I don't know yeah. Who well, she's the she's the proverbial mother of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck! She that's doesn't. A spoiler, dude. <laughs> that's, just, that's why she I doesn't was come in until the, the ninth fucking season, and she's only. That show ends so poorly that I will never recommend it to anyone, no matter how much I enjoyed the first few seasons when I was a freshman in college. Um, I just feel like everything I've seen of that show, like the the parts of the episodes I've seen and stuff, it's just like not my thing. I'm just like, it's, it's yeah, not that it's good. just like it's like, it's like it's, fine. It's, it's yeah, it's it was it's fun. fun. I when I watched it for a little while, it was fun. It's a network sitcom that's like fine. I feel like it's yeah. filler, but a lot of people like love it. Love it, so, yeah. You know, maybe it's not it as good as people think it is, but it's it's fine. All right, so yeah, people, Mike, Ed, yeah. Hank, the blue uh, horn. Then, am I right? Yeah, the blue horn. Yeah, stop the Smurf it. Um, horn, I, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I just know it's at the end. So the Mike, horn. Ed, Hank, and then Carl, Betsy, Hansi, Noreen are my honorable mentions. Um, do you want me to do my least favorite, or should I should I go back to Trevor, top of the order? 
Wait, are we doing a least favorite list? Oh, I didn't know we were doing a least. I don't have least favorites. Prepared. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll that th- was I in can, my text can, earlier. Wait, I can rock it? it off the top of my head. Let's go. All right, now, I'll go. It. No, I'll, I'll go because I have one. Uh, my least oh, favorites. Put in the text. Oh, my shit. least favorites are number one, Peggy. Number two, Peggy. Number three, Peggy. And then honorable mention is Dodd. Um, and that's <laughs> that's it. that's not. That's not to say that I didn't enjoy. Peggy, 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 and Dodd were in my fave list, though. I know, and I think Peggy is wonderful as a performance and as a catalyst for plot. But I've never like she's one of truly the most like love to hate characters I've seen in television recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate everything she does. She ruins Ed's life. Um, it's all her. Everything that pops off in this film is because of her. Um, yeah. And Dodd. She's crazy. She's insane. Yeah, she's crazy yeah. for sure. Uh, and she has a lot of really wonderful stuff. Like you mentioned in the cabin with Dodd. I, those scenes are hilarious. Those and are I so think funny. Her, her monologue with Lou in the cop car at the end is absolutely fucking devastating. Oh, um, it's so hard to listen to. It's like in devastating. a good way. I loved it. Yeah, like in yeah. a good way. It's so like good. It's, just the whole time, Lou is like, Lou's like, there are people it. that she are dead. <laughs> you fucked it. She's like, I'm the just, victim. Oh, yeah, Lou's Lou's fuck so you. matter of fact, and she's like, mm. and everything she says is is really hard to argue against too, which I think is another thing that I appreciate about her. Like, yes, like women are so, yeah, disrespected at that time in in American history uh, and the world history. I'm sure, and it didn't yeah. stop there, but like. Everything she says is legit, and then Lou just like brings it back down to earth with like, but people are dead, you know. It's just like, yeah, yeah. it's simple as that. Um, but like, it's also like, uh, like before all the deaths and everything, it's like the the constant pressure of her husband wanting to have children, and for her basically to be a stay at home wife. Yeah, and like, yeah, it, it, she clearly she, did not want to be in that role. Yeah. <laughs> Which no, like, you know, they, they my, fuck and she instantly takes birth control to stay on schedule. Like, <laughs> it's like that's the thing I think that most annoyed me about her was it's like, fine, you know what, you don't want to have kids, that's totally fine. It's your choice. You're in a committed relationship. Tell him. Yeah, I mean that's the type that's, of thing that like that had to have probably been talked about before marriage like <laughs> yeah like, like if that's you don't, a, that's a big thing like if you don't want to have kids that's totally fine but don't go behind his back and actively sabotage that like yeah it's tough for me like i see i i i'd like both sides make sense so much yeah. and it's like really it's sad that they love each other but are together and are not able to really talk about it because they just as people like for some reason can't talk to each other (laughs) which is so and like also they don't listen one thing i will say her wanting to improve herself is great that's a very powerful thing as like a woman or whatever go do what you think will improve you as a person i feel like those seminars aren't but no that seminar is a scam yeah and you knew that there was a deadline for this business that is going to then pay for your seminar in the future. Yeah. Which waiting, yeah. waiting the year for the seminar would not have been a huge deal. It happens every year. The lady already said it happened. She went to it last year. Yeah. We already know it happens every year. 
buying the butcher shop is not an every year occurrence. No, that's a thing that is not going to happen all the time. That is a that is an investment, whereas her seminar might improve her as a person, but is available to happen again. Yeah. That was super messed up that she just took the money for that. I do want like, to say also that her like boss, I assume she owns the hairstyling business. Oh, is, so is manipulative. also manipulating her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's awful. She was honorable mentions her. for least favorite for me. Yeah, uh, and I, was oh, I guess I should happy. I she guess died, I should honestly. I think that she yeah. would be uh, one of my least favorites yeah. if I were to make that list. Yeah. Oh, are, are we still going through that list? I guess I we don't should have do mine to. now. I, I just I don't now. have. I like. No, I'll do mine. I got. I got one. All right, rip it. Rip it. Trust. Number one, Peggy. Number two, Dodd. Number three. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> number three is Peggy. And then uh, honorable mention would be the, the boss. Yeah. The hairstylist. The hairstylist boss. boss yeah. yeah. Those are my, that's my least favorite. Peggy is the worst. Yeah. She could have very easily, like, if they had just gone to the police, she probably wouldn't have even gone to prison. If she had just gotten out of the car, walked over to the payphone that was in sight. Yeah, would have seen a dead body already and then called the cops and they probably would have been like, well, you did hit a guy, but he also just murdered three people. So right. you're it, off the I don't hook. Think she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have gone to jail. It was an accident. He was in the street. Absolutely yeah. would not have gone to jail. Um, Instead, she drives off, convinces her husband that his act of self-defense was murder yeah, and was gets weird. him to be get into this plot to hide the body. Yeah. What? <laughs> just yeah. I was the insane. whole time. My first all like every time anything bad starts happening with her, I'm like, you should have just called the cops from the get go. Yeah. Like even after taking the fine, taking the body home, you know what would have happened at that point? In shock, she still probably would have been off the hook. Yeah. I Especially think for this time this, period, this she would have absolutely it. been off the hook. This season does a really amazing job of suspense. Um, I don't, there were, there are a few moments that jump back to me from season one in terms of like me not being able to breathe or being on the edge of my proverbial seat. But I think that this one ratchets that up even higher. Um, obviously the first one being, I think it's episode one when Ed gets home and it's Peggy is just going about her business. Like she didn't murder a person. Um, and dude, when that Rye, happened, I thought she was cheating and was hiding a lover. That's amazing. Um, I was like, I was, I, it didn't even cross my mind for some reason that she was the one that hit him because they don't show the person in the car until after it's revealed. Yeah. I thought yeah. the I exact like, same I like, thing. I was like, she's fucking wow. cheating. No way. Oh, I that's really, crazy. I really thought dude, that she hear, was cheating you too. You hear noise in the other room and she yeah. tries to cover it up. Come on, that's cheating. Where That's nuts. I guess it's just because I I maybe have seen it before and I can't recall my organic reaction to it. But that that scene where you hear the thumping in the garage and like the flickering flashlight, it's like horror movie shit. Um, and oh, then honorable you have, mention to Rye because yeah, uh, I was gonna bring him uh, back. Culkin I was gonna bring is him great. Kieran Culkin, <laughs> baby. He he would be honorable. I mean, I guess he is honorable mention least favorite. He's a total fucking scumbag. Um, I love that actor, though. He's I, so good. He always we, plays just, the same character. But. Succession. Yeah, he's just so good in Succession that how can you not? How can you hate it's him? It's the same character, except in Succession, he's like a rich yuppie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same thing, though. Um, so just circling back to suspense real quick, you have that moment, the moment of 
the fingertip in the butcher shop when Lou comes in to oh. buy some meat. That shit is absolutely fucking harrowing. Um, that shit was tense, yeah. You have the pretty much any moment with Hanzi in the first like five or six episodes when he's just like tracking people, um, or like in the police station where he's like creeping around the outside of the station trying to find a way in. That's yeah, all very that's suspenseful. Um, when Ed comes back to the cabin and sees Peggy on the ground and then is being hung. Uh, and you're like going that back and forth. Crazy. You're going back and forth with Dodd, like lecturing Ed about how crazy his wife is, and like Peggy. That's another to, like, reason why I liked Dodd. I was like, that scene is great. <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of really, really good suspenseful moments uh, in this season. Should, should I riddle I mean, off my least favorite list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hit me. Um, least favorite number one: the guys in the bar that uh, are mean to Hanzi. There he is. Uh, <laughs> The bartender um, first. Bastards the, the, the bartender and just the dudes that uh, are harassing him outside. Yeah. They're, they're racist bastards. Uh, yeah. Fuck those guys. That scene was um, so fucking great. He just oh, kneecaps yeah, so the good. three of them and then like thinks about it and goes back inside and just shoots the fucking bartender in the chest. <laughs> the bartender started it, you know? Yeah, he the bartender. He's spitting he his fucking water. Um, um, number two, um, the chief cop guy from either north or south dakota it's impossible ben schmidt the guy who's lou's partner oh no, no the fat no, guy no. The, the fat guy the guy the, the guy who tells the guy who tells lou to go home yeah um, was that piece of shit that guy he's a he's a coward he's a coward bitch i want to say um, that was south dakota <laughs> one of the dakotas and then number three is gonna be the um the kitchen twins because <laughs> they're I, it's really interesting how much you hate them i feel like they're not that hateable they're just silent guys who are muscle yeah I'm i don't gonna... know i just like they're i just i hated i hated even looking at them i'm like fuck these guys dude. that's so like, interesting they think they're like 1920s gangsters like wearing their fucking white suit and leather jacket and shit with their fucking hats they're i think they're awesome i mean they're they're nowhere near numbers and wrench but they're they're pretty dope um they're pretty good um, as but far yeah as that was goes. that was my list i feel like my I, list is very solid i will say that it's amazing <laughs> how different our lists actually were this time like yeah we had yeah. definitely some overlap but like a lot of the time with shows it's like i feel like we have very similar lists yeah that, i think was, it just, i feel like it my speaks, lists are always different <laughs> it's just i think it speaks to the to how good and how varied the cast is in the mm-hmm. show. Um, so before we move on to specifics about plot and stuff, I did my research today. I came like prepared with a full notes app list of notes. Sad. Uh, it got deleted right as we began to record because I tried to open it on my MacBook uh, from my iPhone, and for some reason it vanished. So pretty pissed about that. That but MacBook I, is from 1998, right? Yeah, 1997, actually. Um, <laughs> so the, the list... Got, 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 uh, it got, got, got vanished. It. Um, but there are a few things. I did some research today. Uh, I, there are some really good YouTube videos about season one and season two in particular. Obviously, the connections oh. are, are pretty overt. Go ahead. Yeah, Cobb. before you jump into that, because I want to see if I'm right after you watch this video, is, mm-hmm. uh, are, are the two kids at the end that are signing to each other, are they Hammer and Wrench? Yeah, Numbers and Wrench. Yeah. Numbers and Wrench. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're them? Yes. So okay. Yeah. So here. So here's the thing, oh, right? That's so cool. okay. I got the other so, one, which is so. 
Hanzi, there's so a scene that's the last episode, right? Or is it season nine? Yeah, episode nine. So the last episode, Hanzi, or do you want to talk, Trevor? Or are you? Trevor's yeah. got his hand up. Yeah, oh, go ahead. So far up, I can't I, even see his hand. This is the thing that I picked up on about Hanzi is that he became the the mob boss in uh, season one that got yep. murdered by. By Lauren Malvo. Fre- yeah, by Lauren Malvo. Whenever he went and like he was the the big Italian guy that was like eating at dinner that one time, yep. like, just like stuffing yeah. his face. And it was, yeah. yeah, Tripoli. I was like, yeah. They said the so, name, and I was like, I know that name. I so know that's that crazy. I did not know that. That's crazy. neither did I. Neither did I. And this is my second time watching both seasons. So this the speech he gives yeah, got, to the guy it. on the on the bleachers is the exact speech he says in season one. Uh, the only time you see the head of the Fargo Crime Syndicate. He's like talking at dinner over a big plate, like a big table, and he says the exact speech that Hansi says to the guy about uh, death is death and whatever the fuck. So, yes, yeah, so Hansi becomes Moses Tripoli, an Italian crime boss uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. So he runs the Fargo Crime Syndicate that Lauren Malvo eviscerates in season one. He mm-hmm. that we don't breaks up. See. He breaks up the fist fight between child numbers and child wrench and some bullies. Obviously, they are now indebted to him, so they become his number one and number two hitmen, which I think is fucking awesome. That's really um, cool. Second thing, Ben Schmidt, the shit cop that Lou works with this entire time, who's always bitching yeah. out and always being an asshole, he is Gus's boss in season one. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. The, the short, pudgy, white-haired guy who yeah. shits on Gus the entire season in the bathroom. Oh, sh- really? He is Ben Schmidt. And well, he got a promotion. <laughs> he got a promotion. He he getting he a promotion, getting promotion next month. Oh, my and, God. I forgot about that. And <laughs> Lou mentions him in the diner when Gus comes in the first, I think the, for me, the first or second time waiting for Molly. And he's like, oh, Duluth PD, do you know Ben Schmidt? And he's like, yeah, that's my boss. And he's like... Yeah, that guy's kind of a prick, isn't he? And they like talk shit about him. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I totally didn't get that Damn. one. That's yeah. awesome. Neither did I. So there's some really that's like you know that stuff that's just I that's my fucking bread and butter, man. That's so dope that they that's good. took the time to do that. Um, the next right. thing can we talk about is what's up with the aliens? Can we dig deep? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that was my first. Will, what's was up my with first the aliens? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. That's and I think that's the biggest, the biggest part of like how weird the season is. Is that there's just mm-hmm. there's UFOs aliens. throughout. Dude, <laughs> I mean, like, and it's like not like even stickers subtle. all so, over uh, the place. People have like stickers that are like yep. they're here or yeah. yep. whatever. So apparently, because Abby did some reading because she watched this season after immediately after we watched season one. Oh no way um, so she watched this ages ago she's That's been amazing. waiting for me to watch it to talk to her about it did she, she love it she she kept bugging me like watch season two so i could talk to you about <laughs> it and i didn't i was like i gotta wait for the podcast <laughs> that's incredible shout um, out to abby bro god but damn yeah nice. no, she she liked it um not as much as season one but she she still liked it um she was telling me that apparently it's because in that area in Minnesota, there was a lot of, um, and just I guess the Midwest, there was a lot of UFO sightings in 1979. Hmm. And hmm. because they wanted, like the writers wanted there to be something weird in, it was, she was telling me something about how like the writers, they wanted there to be a weird thing in the show 
that is not really talked about that much, that is not explained and not gone back to at all. She she said that the writers compared it to like in the movie when um the cop lady goes on a on that date with her friend. Yeah. That awkward date and then yeah. it's not talked about ever again. Yeah. It they wanted it to be like that, is what she was telling me. Um so I I don't know. I I don't know what other explanation is, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. and like it's such a like a pretty heavy plot device too. For like yeah, two... I mean it's used in so many moments like as yeah. like a big thing as a big Well, it's used in arc. two major ones I, that I can think of. I, like it's kind of mentioned throughout but like for more than anything, the two major moments are right at the beginning. Yeah, right. Which is what Dead. which gets yeah, which gets Rye like distracted and walking in the middle of the road to get hit. Classic and Rye. I, and I guess launches his shoe up in the tree. That I don't know because I I thought I had missed that or something. I was like, why is this? Sh- I still don't understand. The shoes in the I tree because because he gets hit by the car. Oh, okay, so that does launch a shoe off. So it, into so the, tree. the the car launches a shoe. Okay. Yeah, not the UFO. Okay, okay. No, he gets hit and by then, the car and his shoe flies up into the tree. And then at the end during the gunfight, it distracts Bear long enough for uh, for Lou to shoot him in the fucking for dome. Lou to shoot him shoot him through the like. Yeah. Better not put that one in the report. Am I right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which i did appreciate where like also hank i he didn't seem like he was in a position to see the ufo from inside the hotel room he was in but he just straight up believes him he's like so there was a ufo and he's just he like, probably saw that. some crazy lights because still illuminated like the area it did still like, illuminate the area a lot but like that was that was wild it was a really dope flying saucer though it was can cool, we just, but it was just can we just talk about peggy being like it's just a UFO, hun, and like pulling oh, yeah. Ed away because from it. Because she's insane. <laughs> she's a she's crazy insane. person. The bitch We're thought there talk- was smoke coming inside the uh, in the cooler at the end. That Let's was so Let's tragic. Let's dive into it. We don't know anything. No, about aliens. we're gonna Let's talk. Talk-, talk. No, I want to finish the alien talk, and then we're gonna go into how crazy Peggy is. Okay. We okay, don't know okay. anything about the aliens. But the aliens <laughs> was just such a weird thing, and like I'm, I was talking to uh, when I first started this season. I mentioned to a coworker like when we were changing shifts or whatever, I was like, "Hey, I'm watching Fargo season two. Fargo. I've gotten I'm like one episode in, and I just I was like, dude, what's the deal with the aliens? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, he's really good about spoilers because he's like a big movie TV show buff kind of guy. Unlike me, and was, it Vin- was it Vinny? No, this is uh, my friend Eric. Eric, if Damn. you're listening, hey, what's up? <laughs> shout out Eric. Uh, hey, Eric. Shout out Eric. Um, yeah, he was just like only thing he told me it was like yeah it's weird and it only really ever comes back up one other time in the show like seriously the rest of the time it's just kind of i'm like really and he's like yeah and i'm like that's that's weird okay yeah. i kind of love just, it <laughs> yeah. i it's it's one of the things that's too weird for me and that made it fall down from uh leveling at a 9.5 with the original season just because like it's so weird really? and like not talked about and like it's used as such a major plot device. It's like <laughs> like objectively I feel like if I was just told how that happened especially with the final shootout, I would probably have been mad about it. Where it's like that's such a Deus Ex Machina bullshit like something coming out of nowhere to save Lou's life or whatever. But then and to kill Rye. Is that why was he stopped in the middle of the road looking at the UFO and that's why Peggy oh, was yeah. looking at the UFO in the beginning? Eh, that's different. That's fine. That one I didn't mind. 
How is that fine? It's the same thing. It's it's a Gerhardt being distracted and then dying. <laughs> it's it's different in the sense that that's ju- I don't know why, but it's different in my mind between the two. It's, it's yeah, different it's, because you didn't like Rai and you liked Bear. No, I didn't want Bear to kill. I would wanted Bear to die in that moment. It's still just I don't know. It's the fact that it's saving someone as opposed to being a distraction. Like the first time I see it, I'm like, that's weird, but that's kind of interesting. Like, they couldn't figure out why he walked out in the middle of the road after the shootout. He left yeah. his car behind, and that was the reason. And that was kind of interesting. If I was told on paper why Bear got distracted, it was because of a flying saucer for no fucking reason, I would be mad at like it being just a bullshit, yeah, like ex machina thing. But instead, it's just, it worked for some reason. For some reason, I liked it, and it did, and it made sense. It has no reason to make sense. I'm trying to logically think why it made sense. It doesn't, but I it still doesn't. thought it I... did at the time. I was like, that's kind of cool. And <laughs> like left it at that. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm ranting. <laughs> it's okay. You are we love the classic. rant. Classic Trevor rant. It's not an ep if we don't have a Trevor rant. That's fair. <laughs> I got, okay, Peggy. Peggy's crazy. Peggy... I mean, I think we just, again, have to shout out Kirsten Dunst for this performance. She is... Mm-hmm so so good in this show yeah um incredibly delusional character yeah i mean and i i can't imagine that it's easy to play somebody that that's who is that detached from reality right yeah. like yeah for to her to just multiple realities she just comes home with a dude in her goddamn windshield parks the car it in the makes... garage cooks dinner is worried about her fucking magazine organization on ed's chair like is trying to be like, oh, don't worry about the noise, Ed. Like, I don't know what it is. Um, Can we talk about the magazines a little bit? Yeah. I like mean, the, I, it's just, I think amount? an aspect of her delusion. Yeah, she's a hoarder. She's She just keeps all these magazines. Like, when they go into the basement, it's like so <sighs> scary. Have you ever been zapped with a cattle prod? Uh, no, but I could if I wanted to right now, but I'd rather not. Go get it. Go get it. Let's no, be the first podcast to zap a co-host on air. Go go get one and then point it at, 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 at Pa and say, give me another beer. <laughs> first of all, I don't. he was definitely using some sort of modified taser version because our prod does not arc across at mm. all. Well, that's the 70s, though. That's probably old Yeah, tech. the 70s were more brutal. I guess, yeah. We also don't use it very often. I've never seen it. It's kind of mean. I was so... All the cows are good. They go where they need to go. They go. I was so hyped. Who do you mean? (laughs) When they don't go where they're supposed to go, that's when it comes out. They're good. You give them a pat. You give them a pat on the back. You say, you say, good girl. And then they keep going. (laughs) Good cow. (laughs) Sometimes they start to like freak and back back up on you as a person. It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get crushed to death right now. So a little like buzz and then they step forward and it's fine. How dare you? Why don't I think, you give them a little treat? Why don't you give them a little treat and maybe they'll regardless, go Regardless, <laughs> I'm sure it hurts a lot, but I don't think it would cause someone to pass out. But that if one was she also held it on his chest, That one though, was heavy duty. Yeah, That one was way more heavy duty and definitely was holding it on his chest. That That's a 70s naked. cattle prod being pressed into your sternum that for like a good 10, 15 seconds. That could People could him. also take a lot more electricity in the 70s. When you yeah. Think about it. Mm-hmm. They loved getting shocked back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we? All right. You know, so Batman. can I? Can I improvise? Uh, like, what do you yes. think was the funniest scene in this show? Oh God, funniest scene. Um, 
Dodd when he's captured in the cabin. Yeah, the stabbing. The Dodd being stabbed when sitting there. Yeah, it's a combo between that and and Dodd. She's crazy. Don't leave me with her. (laughs) (laughs) And Ed, when Ed first comes home to find Peggy on the steps and Dodd tied up at the bottom of the steps, and he's like, uh, she's thinking of the movie, right? The movie scene. And and Dodd is like, his eyes are like real wide and he's like actually scared. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I feel like I'm if, also counting that though. Cause it's like this continuous. It's the sequence. same energy. Yeah. 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 Um, well, cause the first time it wasn't the movie. It was, uh, the guy that was head of the, um, right. Sorry. Yeah. The, the actualization the, guy, the scam actualization thing. Cause I did look right. up that, that life. Was it life spring mm-hmm. was a real thing that I think still exists. Actually, I think it's still around. And um, yeah, it's. I didn't finish reading the article, but the gist I got from it was it's pretty much bullshit. So, yeah. Did you throw in an application, Trevor? (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm going to (laughs) go. The show, The Americans, which honestly will maybe feature in the future on 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 our podcast is a, is a show that i, I haven't seen it but i heard it's excellent yeah, it's same. fucking unbelievable um but they it takes place in a similar time period late 60s early 70s and and uh the the father of the family that it centers around goes to a similar a similar thing um i think it was just like it's like the, you know it was new wave health uh back at that time period to like actualize and realize your potential and all that type of bullshit which we all know now is just like you know marketing shenanigans yeah it's a bunch of dumb like um but was very enticing to them at that time because it was like well i can i can be who i want to be they had such a nice little house, dude. I loved their house. It was yeah. Their house is really great. Excellent. What are they? They had a sunken living about? room. It was a you beautiful know little house. They had a garage. They had a basement. That basement could have been awesome if it wasn't full of magazines. That could have been dude, a right. finished basement. I actually like, loved that house so much. The style of that house was so cool looking. It was cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice little house. Like that was, they, a, that was a quaint. That was a quaint life. When they get down into the basement with Dodd and all his henchmen, and it's just fucking rows, like library rows of magazines. Yeah. I was so that's what terrified. Like, Peggy, I knew from the get go, more or less. It was like, wow, there's something a little off about her. And then it gets yeah. worse and worse. <laughs> and then this, yeah. And then the the magazine storage in the basement is just, it just like escalates and escalates. Oh shit. Shit, this person's actually got a mental issue. Like do you this think, is like. Do yeah. you think the mm. peak of the escalation is that moment or the moment she stabs Dodd twice because he's no the stabbing the beans. The, yeah, <laughs> the, the stabbing thing was was where I really realized she was crazy. The stabbing where she, he's being like, rude truly to her. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is so funny, and, and he's just she's he force home, feeding like, him gotta, beans. You got to stop stabbing him. <laughs> that's i just love his reaction to that is so amazing the force feeding the beans was creepy as shit and then it's like after three bites she's like oh she's like you didn't want beans did you and he's like sorry no they're they're good (laughs) it's okay (laughs) she's like wiping it up too on his mouth with with the spoon like he's a baby like a for someone that doesn't want kids she's pretty motherly i guess in a way like i don't know (laughs) Yeah, the energy oh, is, is, is wild. 
Um, and then he's staring at them while they're sleeping, and he puts the bag over his head or the pillowcase, and he's like, he's so sad about it. He's like, oh, Dad is really. I mean, he's horrible, but he's really funny. Like when he, we haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned his nephew at all. Uh, I don't know his name, but Bear's son. Um, oh yeah, that was so with the with the give hand. He should have. Yeah. He should have immediately when he went into that butcher shop and that nice cashier girl was there and they hit it off. Yeah, they should have gotten married. A hundred percent, bro. Yeah, they were he so should have. He wanted to ditch crime anyway. He called back on the phone and said, "I want to go back to college." Or yeah, whatever. why didn't yeah. the guy make him come back in? Because the guy was mean as fuck. He had a scar you on his face. Life. The it's guy sad. was not. It was instructed. I don't know. I feel like the guy could have realized what the deal was, um, and then I don't done it but, himself. He could have. He should have just done it himself. He could have just yeah. gone in, and it probably would have gone better if he had gone in and done it himself. Oh, it for sure would have. <laughs> but what was but, uh, what was your might favorite have shootout kid, scene? Still, or like action scene? Um, the scene. the end one was crazy. The one at the at the hotel. At the hotel, yeah, yeah. That shit was tight. That shit yeah, really Hansi cool. coming through and just like murking everybody because they were all distracted Dude, with each other. The that shotgun was blasts in this show are so satisfying. They're when so they, ridiculous. When they shoot someone and the person flies across the room, doing that's not like a, how it works. A full flip, Trevor. You've never shot someone, all right? So but that's enough with this IMFDB shit. Do you want? Right? Do you want me to mean tell you Will, why that's? Mean Will no. played Call of Duty. All right, we've been to Nam. All right, <laughs> in game, in game. First of all, I've also played Call of Duty. I played Black all, Ops One. I played Battlefield all, Vietnam. I will tell you why that doesn't work. Do you want to know why that Here doesn't work? Yeah, dude, keep your sponsorship. Come on. Physics. Get your free every, swag, Trevor. Every action has an swag equal bag. and opposite reaction. In order for the person what? that shot, yeah, in dude, order I for the failed physics. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I was physics senior of the year. Thank you very I was much. Physics Holy loser of the year, dude. Shit. They gave out a loser of the year award, and I, I got, got a medal. I got a medal for physics. No, I got not... a medal of dishonor. I did. I'm not kidding. In high school, you I got, got a, a medal. Physics for... medal. Yeah, I wasn't even that good at it. I just stayed and like helped the teacher grade papers after class because the next class after my physics class, my girlfriend was in that chemistry class, so I just Classic. stayed. Classic. Uh, but regardless, I was Classic decent at sucking physics. Up to the physics teacher. <laughs> Anyways, um, brown nose Trevor. <laughs> just at the time. Um, <laughs> No, but like, in order for somebody to fly back that far from being shot by anything, the person holding it would have been f- pushed back equally as far. Mm. Roughly. Uh, was that Isaac I, Newton? Uh, no, that's... Isn't that Einstein that did equal an opposite dude. reaction? I'm dumb, dude. I don't know or, shit. What's that Newton? Isn't that Thomas that? Jefferson? It was not Thomas Jefferson. Dude, wasn't that Karl Marx? Wasn't it Carl Weathers? <laughs> Wasn't that Bruce regardless? <laughs> it, regardless, that's why. Like, it's cool, and I do love whenever that shit happens. But it's not real. Doesn't it's sound like so. You love it. It sounds like you hate yeah, it. It sounds like you hate it. <laughs> I like it depending on the media it's in. This one, it, I thought it was you, a little overdone. If you overdone. liked it, you'd be like me and Will, where we were like, "That was tight." It was new. I'm sorry, Jacob. You're right. Right now, if you liked it. Yeah. Jacob, you're right. It was Newton, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh! Um, oh, who's the physics who's the guy, guy that now? Right? Who's the... I'm dabbing hard, dude. That is Newton's third law. <laughs> Regardless. Dude, fucking it. third law, damn it. Like, 
someone will fall. Give me your medal. Next time I see you, I want the medal. I don't even know where that medal is. But... Yeah, but it's right behind you. It's on that big plaque right behind you. You're wearing you. it right now. What do you mean? Dude, you're wearing it. No, you, you have one of no. those gray wigs on, like those, like, those 1700s. <laughs> the powder wigs? Powdered wigs? You're cosplaying as Newton. <laughs> Shut up. Don't talk about that. Don't talk. Well, but uh regardless do you guys yeah do you guys have any other like cool shit to uh to talk about no i mean i think I, you should just watch this show it's it's really hard to talk yeah. about it's so you gotta there's watch so the much show. there's just so I, much to I talk am, about i am kind of sad that ed died um yeah yeah i, I thought... feel like it was a good ending for him though because like he was not happy at all life and i he was lo- very unhappy i gotta say i love that he is dying and he's like yeah he this is yeah he's like i don't know if this I is gonna work that. peg <laughs> yeah oh, uh, I, I think it's great. that that was so I, good i think their ending was their ending was excellent because he is still in reality as he's dying yeah and he's well, listening to his his as he always life, been she's like and he and she's just like talking about fucking nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Still, I do, her husband's dying, and all she could talk about is nonsense. I do like, love poor like Ed. Ed. Yeah, I do love poor Ed trying to call for the ransom or yeah. whatever, and he has to keep just over and over. Calling. He's, <laughs> he's like knocking like, through. He's like, he's like, no, your boss, man, I fucking got him. That's a <laughs> that's a great payoff where we're hearing that fucking lackey from New Jersey like keep bringing the phone to bear. And being Who like, was hey, that guy? He's just like a, he's like associated family, I guess. He's like associated I crime get, syndicate. I just don't remember him. Like I don't remember why. Like I remember him showing up, and the first they called scene, in he was reinforcements there. once uh, they declared war on Fargo. Um, I thought he was great. I liked him. A but lot. why was he Bears lackey? Like, I, I, I just get... think there there was no one else for him to be a lackey for at that point. Rye was dead. Yeah, Bear, Dodd was Bear was the Dodd was gone. There. Um, and then you know Floyd. he's not going to he's not going to report to a woman because is that why? To a woman. brother is that why <laughs> uh, like that just seems I don't know but, it's just like that that was the one thing that kind of confused me was where the fuck did this guy come from yeah and he came from Jersey why? and I think that that payoff was really good of the episode where you're hearing about someone calling over and over and Bear's mm-hmm. just like doesn't have fucking time for it and then they kind of jump back. To show us, um, well, Bear doesn't want Dodd back. Dodd. He wants Dodd to stay gone. It's things yeah. are going better now. I, well, I gotta, and I gotta say, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, you. Let's finish this thought before. I was gonna say that's, to that's evidenced in the fact where, like, when they stormed the ho- the motel, Bear is like walking through the hotel rooms with a shotgun at the ready, being like, "Dodd, like, brother, where are you?" Like, tra- he's because yeah. you can tell he's his plan is to shoot fucking Dodd in the face. And then just yeah. say, like, oh, he got shot by the cops or some shit like that. Exactly what Hanzi did. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I'll... Shout yeah. out to Hanzi's, was, re- like Hanzi's turnaround, dude. That was nice. That was a nice great that he just shot play that both guy. sides. Yeah, man, shot I dog. wanted him to be able to get a haircut, though, man. All he I did a want the haircut to happen, yeah. But at the same time, I didn't because his hair was dope. There's another suspense scene of... Peggy going back and forth, like, is she gonna stab him? Is she gonna? Cut I thought his she hair? was gonna just kill him. I, I thought was she like, was yeah. too, because because fucking crazy. Ed keep giving her like he kept giving her mo- like looks like, do it, yeah, stab you him, know? do it, like that's like it was, 
a lot. Honestly, if I if I was in that situation, I probably would have been like, no, just give him the haircut, and he'll probably just leave. Honestly, yeah, like based same. on his, he, I, yeah, give him the haircut, and then that'll be give it. him the benefit we'll of the doubt. Like it sucks that you lost your ransom, but still, yeah, let him go. Uh, but I got a, I got a point cabin. out. Can we say yeah, dope very cool, very cool cabin. One got day a, we'll have a dope cabin like that, guys. Yeah, for sure. The three of us. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go in on it like a timeshare. Hell yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, the corporate ending with the Kansas City Crime Syndicate, yeah. with how corporate they were, I was not expecting that. It was with, sad. Uh, what is it, it Mike? It was very sad. For Mike, yeah. Also, yeah, mini, mini shout out, doesn't have to lead to anything, but mini shout out to uh, the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah, he was great. He was fantastic Excellent. with his hair. So good, so good, yeah. But, but yeah, the corporate stuff. Brad Garrett. Oh, the corporate? Yeah, that, oh, the hair, that's a great point. Uh, that was like a very sad little touch uh, mm-hmm. of when his head is in the box, Mike like like plays with his hair, just like he did when they met each other, and, and Brad Garrett was talking yeah. about his shampoo, and he's like, feel yeah. my hair, feel my hair. And like Mike, Well, like, he's the guy that stood up for him originally. They even talked right. about it on the phone. He's like, this guy... Yeah. Uh, like said you you were you were like different and like smart or whatever yeah because they were racist because racist is fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. racism he called him a, yeah. a bad word we won't say it on the podcast we don't want to get banned off they the don't they don't use the, the they don't the they hard say R, though they use a different word because it starts with a d i don't want to yeah. say it but it yeah. does it's start with still a, d. a slur so it's but still it's, a slur it's a, you don't hear it nearly as often no still but it's terrible it's, though it's still terrible but i guess it's not i guess in a way it's not as bad I yeah, don't know. I think it's just because they were trying to get away with using something on on cable television. Yeah, well, I, and that's what makes it not as bad in a way, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. I, um, look at Maestro, the boy, <laughs> the boy. He's you so think good. him and Pip would be friends? No. What do you no. mean? Hi. I think Maestro's trying to fucking scrap, dude. I don't think Pip is ready for this heat. I don't but know. I d- Pip's Pip's pretty tough. This I guy do, right now sleeping in a little baby basket. You think this guy's not a tough cat? <laughs> my show came in to bite my toes. He's ready to go. Um, That's just the adolescence talk. I just want to say about yeah. the corporate thing. I think it was dumb. I think their decision is somewhat dumb and that they take this guy who's been a foot on the ground kind of guy and throw him in immediately. It's like, all right, we need a quarterly uh, expense report do on this day and it's like i think it's horrible what makes you think that moving like have him i move him up for sure because he did well but like have him go take over another area or i mean you can tell that it's it's all racially motivated because he's like cut your fucking afro like this isn't the fucking 60s anymore yeah it is change your fucking dress like wear an actual tie stop this bolo shit i mean it's but you know, still, just it, trying to move somebody who was part of a hostile takeover yeah. into corporate expense reports yeah, it just doesn't it's seem brutal. like a good use of your talent. No, it's a like, tragic, it's a really shitty ending because Mike just it's wants It's a very shitty ending. Yeah, he just boss, wants to. He does. Yeah. When he, he pops wants to the move Undertaker, up. that's low-key a great scene. So it's, good. That was very cool. fast. That was a cool great. scene. But that... Oh, he's got also, the slide out gun like Assassin's Creed. The Can suspense. Talk about how that's Assassin's Creed. Bringing it <laughs> no, back that's... To, the, to scenes where suspense is built. The scene where he goes after Otto. Also, taxi driver. Sorry. I think of Django Unchained with that. 
Yeah, oh, true. Yeah, that is also Django, but when they, is taxi driver. When they kill all of Otto's uh, thugs at the hospital. What? No, when they, like, box him in. We'll, we'll circle back to that. But the scene <laughs> Have where, you like, seen it, Will? What, Django? No, no, taxi driver. Uh, as a child. You guys are crazy. I don't remember seen it. it really. I want to watch it, but I actually held off because I thought we talked about it. At Every one point. time I watch that movie, I have a different feeling and reaction. Bring it to it's the pod, Cobb. I all I know is uh, Jodie Foster's a, like a child prostitute. That's like all I yeah, know. She's she's like a fourteen year old prostitute. Yeah, that's oh. awful. Anyway, uh, I think that's probably. I mean, we've we've run pretty long on this one. I feel like. Um, yeah, Abby's gonna. Ah. It's fine. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot There's I feel like ton. we probably we didn't even touch on. Yeah. Um, I think we covered most things we needed to cover. This is uh, a well, what Cobb? No, I've j- I was just gonna say there's there's still probably a lot of stuff we could have talked about. Yeah, there's. Tons. Oh yeah, but there's tons. I think we talked about we did, the, we, the like, big we didn't things. we talk about Betsy at all. She has a ton of like really good scenes. Uh, yeah, especially with I thought we talked a little end. bit about her, but um, you know, I mean, like pretty much everything Lou does. Oh, when Lou when Lou calls Ben Schmidt a shit cop and Hank like chuckles, so good. That's like one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite scenes in the entire show. It's just you so especially because he doesn't say anything. He's just kind of <laughs> no, like he, takes no. He it. says, "Well, I'm getting promoted next month." Yeah, and oh, just, yeah, I guess Lou's he does just say such that. a bitch comeback. <laughs> it's so trash. And then you see him in season one as like this fat old fucking useless ass cop who's Gus's boss who does nothing. Uh, Man, yeah. Fargo cops suck, huh? <laughs> There's lots yeah, of that's good a, payoff th- here, except that's- for in the movie. That's a that's a theme. I feel like it's like with both seasons. It's like there's some good cops and there's Do some really cops. really crap cops. Yeah. There's some ones that are just not. You not shouldn't good. have a badge, yeah, yeah <laughs> that kind. But I mean, it was great. Um, it was a really excellent. It was good. Uh, excellent season two. Uh, it. Really makes me want to watch season one of True Detective again. I really want to. Wa- I gotta watch Interesting. it. Interesting. I haven't Never seen, seen it, it in so long. It's so good, Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> you it's really watch good. It on your own. You'd love it. Um, but yeah, cool. yeah. Thank you for showing it to us. Yeah, um, for sure, guys. Happy yeah, thank you. Well, and, Happy and I'm it. next next week, right, guys? You are yeah, next. You're up next. Uh, so I look forward not... to my pick, boys. Yep, we're looking forward to that. I will not be bringing season three or four, so don't hang on those words. Uh, they're less good. They're still w- worth watching, but not as good as season one and two. I'm, I might peruse. I might I might watch them a little bit. I might then... still watch them, yeah. Uh, I feel like we need to have, like, because I, I know Jacob's finished Keepo. I feel like we need to have, like, a, a no, an episode. No, no, I haven't watched the newest season. You haven't? Well, you watched the season I, I after. watched season one and two. Okay, but like we I need to, I feel like we need two. to have for like shows that we bring. If people have finished them, have like an episode where we talk about do a retrospective. Shows. That's That'd for the good. Patreon, dude. yeah, dude. That's a retrospective for the Patreon would be really sick. Uh, That'd be yeah. cool. Patreon.com slash r slash harbor underscore boys money sign hashtag follow us. First That's of all, this is. is not real. We haven't made one. No, no, no. Yeah, Go look it up. Go look it up. We're still if you type it in exactly, it's gonna work. We're still talking. It's a secret Patreon. Secret Patreon. We're still and talking about possible. Trevor has an OnlyFans. <laughs> that is true. I do have an OnlyFans. It's hot. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Trevor's hairy toes.com. No, no, no. Are you kidding? I'm not I'm not trash like that. I only do elbow picks. That's hot. Elbow. Just my um, elbow. Yes. Hairy elbow. Sorry. But, Trevor's hairy elbow.com. Um all right. Everyone, happy new year. Uh we really ha- sincerely truly hope that this year is better. 
uh, for you than last year was. Uh, we're not off to a great start, but got a long way to go. Hey, so, uh, you know what? Only up from here. It's only, only up from here. <laughs> only up from <laughs> here. Uh, love uh, we thank love you, you all. Listening. Yeah, thank you so much for still listening to us. Uh, yeah. Bye. Peace. Bye. Impeach Trump. Thank you.